You are now entering the Thick Goddess Energy Morning Show. Building didn't let my fears kill me. Transmuting my pain in the cleanse in the rain. Found out I was working and I conquered my demons. I accepted my purpose and the goddess I became. This is your Thick Goddess Energy Morning Show. I am your host, Ariana, aka Divine Moon Goddess in the building. Wake the fuck up. I know I need to do sponsors. <laughs> My sponsor for today is Infinitely Twisted Plush, where you can get your very own plush blanket. I got mine. Where the fuck is yours? So go to infinitelytwisted.com. They also got um, Zodiacs and we have the Divine One Goddess Collection. So you want to make sure you go and grab yours now. Okay. Other than that, let's get into it. Today, I'm going to talk about um, my Awaska volunteering journey. Um, I talked about it last time. We got into it. I told you guys my first very, very powerful moment of being a volunteer into something that I love. Uh, right? It was not court mandated. <laughs> and um, it was it was very transformative. Anytime you are really embarking on a, your spiritual path and you start to connect energetically to to earth and, and nature and things like that, shit shifts. And um I'm basically going to be volunteering every month and every month I'm sure that there's going to be something profound that comes from each and every one of these experiences and I wanted to talk about it. I think more people should get into volunteering, whether you go to a soup kitchen, whether you go to a homeless shelter, battered women's shelter, and I actually have worked in a battered women's shelter um, in my teens. You know, they had these summer programs and my first, first very job, at, it was a summer program. I was like 14. I worked at City Hall in Highland, California, and um, I was fucking filing and I was so happy to just file all summer long. And um, the next year I had done uh, elementary, I worked at elementary and I was an aide um, and this was the summer job. I, I did my summer job and I was a uh, an aide and I walked these preschoolers to the bus and shit, right? And then the next year, because I only did about three years when I was 16, I did where I worked for, I worked, I was able to help out at a battered women's shelter. And it was an experience as a teenager because my mom had been a woman who, you know, she was, she was a woman who um, my dad did put hands on her and he did fight with her, like really fight. Um, you know, there's a couple times I remember as a kid trying to pull him off of her. And it's really scarring, even though there's two sides of it. And my mom, of course, was not the best person. And I do know at this point, when I look back, my mom was someone who would push someone to the very limit of them. And when I look at the trauma with my dad being that he was abused by his mom, so it kind of just goes on and on and on, right? But anywho, so being a child that kind of grew up in a home, although I could say my dad has never abused me. So even though my dad has fought with my mom and in, in this, you know, fought and, and hit her, um, he never abused me. So it, it's kind of confusing as a child growing up in a home where you have this man who's very abusive to your mother, the, the you know, the mother uh, that's supposed to be your mom, this, this you know, 
mom and then you um but he never he never treats you in that same way so it is very confusing for a child i may need to do a whole podcast on that but anywho, you come to this place of, of looking and trying to understand. Because after that, I actually did, I had a hate for men in a way, where if you were an aggressive man, oh, I was not having that. It kind of turned me into this, this woman like, oh, you want to challenge me? We, we going to go, <laughs> go ahead up. Like, you're not about to put hands on me. So... I noticed that when a guy would show me some of these very aggressive traits, that was it. I was done. Like, I didn't need to see anything else. I didn't need to wait for him to hit me. I didn't need to wait for any of that. I just was like, I'm out. I'm outro. I'm done. You go put hands on somebody else. I ain't dealing with it. Um, so as a kid, it, it was eye-opening to see how common um, it was and how many women, you know, were in these shelters trying to get away from these men that had really abused them, really, really beat them. And I was working in, actually, they had a little kind of like a daycare kind of center. And I was helping with, with the children and kind of just baby, like really babysitting while some of these women were getting jobs and doing different things. Um, but it, it was, it was, uh, it was eye opener to kind of look. So I feel like no matter what you do, if you find things that touch your heart, find ways to get out there and help and assist in any way that you can give back to humanity instead of just being a taker. You guys know I always talk about that being a taker and what that is. And you can go through life seeing what you can get out of others or you could go through life seeing how can I help others because you're going to be blessed. As long as you keep your pure heart, you will be blessed and you will not have to worry about people are shitty. I mean, it just is what it is. Um, you know, sometimes we, we we just get caught up with with people that take advantage. And I, and I will always use this as an example, you know, most people know stories of Jesus. So I use this one because it's, it's very well known, right? And even Jesus, what, what did he do? He had someone right next to him that he said, you will deceive me. And that person's like, no, Jesus, no, I won't. I would never do that to you. I would never fuck you over. I would never. And, and we know the story. Well, yeah, you did. <laughs> you know what I mean? You did turn on him. So I think even the best people in this life Will, there will be takers that will come to try to take. So you have to balance your life and be a taker and a giver. You know, not just be a giver, be a taker and a giver. Balance it out, right? And you won't have to really worry. Um, not to say that someone can't really harm you because they could. Shit, this is life. This is the game of life and it is what it is. So find some ways and reasons to get back. So let's get, get into it, right? So this is my second time uh, this month. Well, when you're hearing this, it, it's way away from when I did it, right? I'm probably already doing my third one. But this one, because um, of, of the air date, this is back in July. This was my second um, um, volunteering. And I basically just, this time I did a different shift. So the last time I was on an all night shift was was powerful as fuck. This time I did a day, day shift. And I got to see more of the ceremony and how um, the transition with, with people in there in their places, but, and I won't talk too much because everyone's journey is their own and it is very sacred um, and very powerful and that's their journey. But it is interesting to speak to the different people that come and the different places that they are in their life of what brought them to ayahuasca to try the ayahuasca, which is a plant medicine. People call it a psychedelic and you're just, a, you're, you're, you know, you're just uh, uh, going through illusions, right? Or you're delusional in this moment because you're high, but if you get into the spiritual aspect, you shift dimensions. And a lot of people don't think that's real. And I'm one of those people who can do it now 
as without anything. So I can only imagine when I do it, because I am I am scheduling myself to do it. When I do it, I can only imagine where it's going to take me in the path that I am and where I am. A lot of people assume that you have to be broken to do ayahuasca, and, and it's definitely not the case. Um, ayahuasca is just shifting your state of being so that you can open up to whatever answers and questions you may have. Like me, I'm like, I, I need to talk to some Ascended Masters now. I, I need you <laughs> front and center. I want to have a panel with the Ascended Masters. Can we have some dialogue? Let's just have some, let, let's talk, let's talk. Um, but you can go in with any intentions and really, you got to go in there. Yes, we all have intentions, but you got to go in there open-minded to see what, what you're ready to see. A lot of people go in like, I need these answers and your higher self may be like, yeah, it's not time for those answers. You still got shit to learn. So you really have to just appreciate what comes from every healing experience and every um, everything that you do. Because again, if you have all the fucking answers to life, you're going to be bored as fuck after that. Well, I know everything. What else am I supposed to fucking do here? So just remember, uh, a part of it is it, you're not going to get everything all at once. I don't give a fuck how knowing you are, you don't know everything. I think people kind of kind of forget that. And, and working, you know, doing it, going kind of just keeps me in that remembering that we are all students. And if we stay in a place of being the student and not the fucking, I'm always the teacher and I know everything, you, you open yourself up to these beautiful other experiences. And one of the things, even as a healer going to ayahuasca, I am never the healer in ayahuasca. So that's the, the beautiful thing. I just come as me. I'm not coming as divine goddess. I'm not coming as thick goddess energy. I'm not coming as this all-knowing healer that that's you know doing my thing i just come as a volunteer and holding space and assisting where i'm needed and it's very awesome to be in that space and people not know shit about you you know people not know your background they don't know shit and then the few people that you do talk to it, it, there's a reason there's a reason for every person that you talk to um when you sit back there's a message through those conversations and you could take it in or you can just disregard it as meaningless conversation. And I don't, every conversation I have um, is always something that I can take away from and I can grow from. And it was nice because even some of the people that came to volunteer were people that were there before. So you start to, to kind of have um, bonds. You start to make bonds with people and you start to, to become like, okay, um, we're, I, 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 you're, you're someone here like, cool, boom. So the camaraderie in the volunteering with like-minded people that are sharing the vision in your heart space of wanting to assist. Now, of course, most of these people have already done ayahuasca and it made them want to come and just be there for other people. And I love it. And I commend them because you know what it takes for someone to change their routine of the selfishness of the I'm just for me and I'm just going to be in my energy to come back and volunteer your whole weekend just to be there and, and you know, for others, you know, and this is, like I said, a very vulnerable space. It's not just, oh, they're doing healing. They're going through some of the most harsh trauma that's coming up for them, even though they're ready to go through it. It could be very hard um, fighting their own egos and things like that. I talked about that last time. So just to be there, to be that that um, help, um, be that not a guide, just help. You're there <laughs> to assist them in you know 
if they need water, you need a blanket, you know what I mean? Things like that, not helping them um, go the journey. There's actually facilitators that do that. And they're beautiful in what they do, just watching them and the way that they work with each and every individual. And they're so attentive and they're just so in tune with what's going on. It's just, it's like sometimes you're in awe. But just to be the people that are cleaning um, up after everyone, we are, you know, cleaning. We are the help. And it's and it's awesome. And a lot of people are like, oh, my God, but don't they be pouring up everywhere? And, you know, the thing about it is, yes, a lot of people do throw up, but there are buckets. (laughs) They do have personal buckets that they throw up in. And one of the things I always go back to the story, you know, because when I first got in, one of the one of the guys I look up to him, he's like a, a veteran there now which he, he's always there. And, um, you know, he when he explained the bucket station to me, you got to understand what's in those buckets. If you just look at it as it's vomit and it's puke and okay, you're not going to get it. You're still in a very superficial fucking place and you probably don't even need to be there. But if you st- take that step back and understand what's in those buckets, it's trauma, it's pain, it's hurt, it's disgust, it's shame, it's abuse. Um, you know what I mean? Like in those, each and every one of those buckets that we're cleaning, that we're touching, that we are helping assist um, with each and every individual is an, a, a huge amount of shit that they've endured in their life. And you as a spiritual person or an in-tuned person, I'll say, or a very intuitive or empathic person, you can feel that there, especially when people are throwing up. And you can feel what that shit's coming up. There's, you know, we we even sometimes uh, have to get cleansed and saged because we're just, you know, as empaths kind of taking too much. And luckily the facilitators are awesome to do that and assist us with that. But this this last time just kind of kind of taking that in a little bit more like even uh, one at a time like where we're cleaning like the blankets and stuff like that and, and washing and doing laundry and I think some people don't like to do buckets or do laundry right and it's like um I remember one of the girls was like um a lot of people don't like to do this because they think you know they're touching somebody's you know somebody's stuff and it's like I will say this I'm in a place of my life where I don't really look at people as I'm going to catch anything from anyone. Now, am I just going to go out and be trying to touch people's, you know, fucking vomit and shit like that? No, I'm going to do the best I can to not get shit all on me. But I'm not running around as people are infected or they got something. And because I have transformed into a place where I know if I catch something or if I'm sick, it's manifested within me, not because somebody gave it to me. Even if it is something that in Western medicine, they say I got it from somebody else. Me personally, Personally, I know it festered from within. You know what I mean? Like I know it was triggered within. Um, a lot of people miss that we have a lot of these antibodies already in our system. We already carry all of this shit. What triggers it is the key. And so because I'm in a different place, I don't look at it like that. So for me, I kind of look at it from a different standpoint. If something was to fester within me, well, that's because something was triggered within me to deal with it. So again, I think you got to kind of look at um, and stop looking at life in certain ways. And again, that goes with fear. If you're afraid to catch shit, guess what? The second you fucking go outside, you're going to catch shit. And that's the ironic place of your belief systems create your, your reality. I'm someone who's never got COVID and I've been someone who's been all over the U.S. during COVID, you know, not wearing a mask. The only time I put a mask on is if someone forced me to put a mask on when they had a paper on their, you know, facility that said, hey, you have to wear a mask. And it's like, okay, well, it's your establishment. I'll put on the mask. So I feel like um, 
if you go through life thinking, oh my God, if I touch the gas pumps, if I do this, oh my God, I'm, I'm going to get this. If you do your regular hygiene and washing hands, I mean, I was washing my hands before COVID, <laughs> after using the restroom and certain things, I was washing my hands anyway. So for me, it wasn't a big change when COVID came. You know, I used the antibacterial uh, hand sanitizer before COVID. So when COVID came, it wasn't really a big deal, you know? So I think you have to kind of change the way you see things and become that that service in life and not be taking everything as everything's against you. Everything's going to hurt you. Everything's going to harm you. So you got to step out of that. So going back to the volunteer process, which is a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful fucking process. Like again, just to be there for someone. Um, I had a woman who, you know, we, we, we basically are just sitting there basically waiting to see if they need us, what they need to score. Um, and what we can help them and make sure they don't hurt or harm themselves. And if we need a facilitator call, um, I had a woman who she just um, beautifully just in, in her zone going through what she's going through. And, you know, she was calling me. I went to her and we were outside, you know, because some people do go outside. It's nicer outside. You get hot, you get, you know, your temperature rises. And she was just like, can you lay down with me? And I and I laid down in the grass, <laughs> you know, and I just laid there, you know. And that was that. I just let her talk, you know, and let her, you know, talk about whatever she wants to talk about. And again, you're not trying to help anybody. You're not guiding them. You're not giving your professional opinion. You're just listening. You're just listening and being there. Um, and I, it, it's a different change for when you're normally talking to people, especially in my profession, you're constantly guiding people. You're constantly giving professional opinion and guidance. And in this situation, you're not. You are just there to assist, to help, and be there to listen and be still. And that is a huge fucking difference between all of our lives where we're go, 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 we're do, 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 and we're talk, 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 right? So in this particular one, for me, I really just took away, um, of course, I got some dates from Mother Gaia. She gave me some dates that I needed. And there were some moments where, of course, um, her energy um, is just so beautiful and so loving and so nurturing. And you just feel so supported in what you're doing. You just, you, you get this like boost of remembering what your purpose is. And that's what it has been for me the last two times. It's like, we always have, we always second guess and we always get to a point where we're kind of like, is this supposed to be my life? Am I where I need to be? Am I doing what I'm supposed to be doing? Is this the right direction? And I kid you not, every time I've gotten this boost of remembering what the fuck I came here for and remembering my purpose and getting back into that, I'm good. I'm good. I'm, I'm thriving. I'm where I need to be, you know? And um, it's just crazy how something kind of click, some things kind of click, you get these downloads and you're not even meaning to it's like i just came to volunteer it didn't come to get down downloads and so even the conversations like i said that you have with other people they're profound they're open they open up your mind to to some stuff that maybe you didn't even realize and you're like whoa okay cool so you know i i definitely came across some some downloads for my path and um I always love connecting with Mother Gaia. This time what I did different, because the first time I was I was a little scared to take off my shoes and really get, I, I took off my shoes a couple times, but I was kind of still afraid. Like, mm, I don't know, let me see how this goes. Um, but this time I wasn't, I took off my shoes and I was walking around barefoot and it was like raining and shit. And I was just loving it. Like my, my feet, 
I was just connected, um, grounding and just really connected to that, to that earth energy. And Mother Gaia was just so supportive. It was really a power up. And I don't think people realize earthing. Most of us, especially if you came from a, from a city area, or if you were born in a very poor area and you know it's not safe to walk around without shoes, right? Or, or there isn't very much grass. So everything is street, concrete, city, you know, so you don't have that ability where you're really running in yards and things like that. Some people may have, but not like when I was growing up. So you kind of shift into, oh, it's nasty to have your shoes off because that's what you lived. So you're, you're pre-programmed to think it's nasty to walk around with no shoes on. but that actually cuts your your grounding, your connecting. Because once you get into that nature and you take off those shoes, you start to experience this. And you're like, oh, wait, oh, wait, wait a minute. This is different. Why do I feel this way? Why do I feel like I've released some stuff? Why do I feel more energetic? You know, why do I feel like I'm hearing shit? You know, you start to get this beautiful energy just flowing through you, um, which is the very earth that we live in. I think um, we get caught up in our day-to-day lives and the the hustle and bustle that we forget that we are in this magical place called Earth, right? We're in this magical dimension and the physical reality that we stand on every day and that connection to the energy that flows through every plant, every flower, every animal, every person is so sacred and so beautiful. And that's what ayahuasca does for me as a volunteer. It reminds me, I literally was standing um, next to the restroom waiting on uh, one of the guests to come out because we kind like I said, we, we kind of there for help. We watch them make sure that we're, we're okay, but we also give them their space. Um, literally this big ass tree um, just came all the way down the branch And I know this is going to sound like I'm delusional as fuck. And I wasn't on any ayahuasca plant. The plant, you know, the wind was blowing a little bit, but it wasn't blowing that hard. And the plant's leaf came all the way down. I can't explain. If you saw the plant, you would understand why the, the branch would be able to come all the way down where I was at. And it came all the way down to where it kind of just tapped the top of my head and I kind of turned around and it was just moving and I was just like flowing with that plant. It was so alive. It was so there, just letting me know that we are so supported by everything around us and that we do need to take care of this earth. We do need to do our part to do better because we are are horrible to this planet that we live on. We don't, a lot of us don't give a fuck. Now, I have always had a problem with littering and the people that would be with me and then would just throw shit out the fucking car window. I would get pissed off and, and, and kind of go off. I still do it. Like, I still take I, all my trash is in the car. It puts in the bag. It goes in the trash. I don't just throw shit out on the pavement and shit I, or in the store parking lot or something. I will take the trash out and put it in the shopping cart. And if you guys pay attention, there's a fucking trash can right by the shopping cart thing. So... If you're not lazy, like most of the people that just leave the cart in the middle of the parking lot, and you walk it to the actual cart part where you you park it, where it doesn't hit anybody else's car, right? Um, there's actually a trash can there for you, you lazy fuckers. So get up and start doing that. One of the things that I noticed is I've seen too many uh, shopping carts that it, all of a sudden starts raining, wind blows, and all of a sudden the shopping cart goes into somebody's car. And I'm like, 
you're a piece of shit. <laughs> I'm sorry. You couldn't park that where you need to. The, the only times I leave it now is because there is no cart place. If you're like in a parking lot where there's no fucking cart place, then it's kind of like, okay, what am I supposed to do? But majority of the supermarkets and stuff have a place to park fucking carts. You just need to walk and go do it. So anywho, I'm the type of person who puts trash where it needs to be. Now, can I do better on the amount of trash? Oh yes, definitely. I definitely can. I definitely need to. Okay. And that is something that little by little I am fixing within my life because going here, you, you do connect and and mother guy is speaking to us very loudly. She needs us to be the voice for her because people can't understand apparently what she's trying to tell us. A lot of these things that are happening, um, weather wise are her fighting back to the shit and pollution that we do. And a lot of people don't believe that that pollution is a thing or that we're hurting um, the ecosystem or that we're, we, we're not really affecting it. But if you guys look at amount of trash, people think all trash is going to landfills, right? And it's not. A lot of stuff that's in landfills takes, what, 100 years to fucking biodegrade or some shit like that, right? Especially plastics and other things. A lot of trash goes into the sea. And we don't see it because it doesn't come our way, right? But there are certain beaches that that trash just, it it goes there. And there's a bunch of shit all on those beaches and stuff. But you don't know that because no one's talking about it. You know, there's a lot that I think we can do to better our lives and the place that we live. But that means us becoming more conscious and living consciously. A lot of people laugh at composting. A lot of people laugh at recycling. Unfortunately, when you look into recycling, not that it's laughable, but it is a joke in a way. Most of the stuff that we're recycling doesn't even get recycled. It just doesn't. So yeah, all these programs sound good, but what's really happening to the stuff? And are we doing the diligence to look and make sure that all of this stuff that we're using is able to be recycled. Most of your plastic shit is not able to be recycled and does end up in a landfill or in the ocean. And um, I know a lot of people don't care because they don't live in the ocean, but you should have the heart to care about the animals. You should care about the ecosystem because every time if we if we keep fucking up the ecosystem and we keep throwing certain shit into this big body of water that we think will just always be there, I think at some point um, Mother Guy is going to keep kind of attacking us. We're like we're we're like the ants, like the red ants that start biting Mother Guy, and then all of a sudden the hose comes to wash them away, and it's like, well, damn. That was rough, you know. I I feel like I feel like people have to realize that if you don't, if you haven't seen how destructive Mother Nature has been um, in the last ten years alone, I mean, I, I don't know what else to say. You'll you'll just be one of the people that get affected and not, you know, um, you won't be the one who's who's changing. I remember in the end of the end of 2020, I remember telling people. Um, be care- like like winter. It was like winter is coming, and I kept getting that download that it's going to be a harsh winter. So those of you in places um, need to be careful. And I kept thinking it was just places that normally get ice and cold. And then we saw for the very very first time in a long time that a lot of uh, places like Texas in Texas that never had seen snow in fucking decades, all of a sudden everybody's pipes were frozen and bursting and you you see all this shit happen getting snowed in their fucking electrical grids getting wiped out 
and people not having food, not being able to get to food, and because it hasn't happened. And I think you guys, like that's the things that we need to sit back and be like, damn, we're in a place that this never happens. Um, here in Florida, even where I'm at, I'm in Central Florida, but still, it's been some really cool winters that normally we don't see. So the change is dropping. When you got the Southern states getting colder and colder in the winter, damn, I can imagine the fucking Northern states. And I think that's something that we need to look at or the summer's getting hotter and hotter and hotter. How hot does it need to get for us to say, maybe we need to change something? (laughs) Like, mm, I don't know. When everybody can't step outside and, and our roof is fucking burning, I don't know, maybe that's when we'll fucking decide to do something. So my download this time was really about changing how I vibe with mother nature and getting into a point where I open my eyes in that sense and start to find ways to assist. And that's what I'm doing now. I'm, I'm looking for ways to cut down the amount of trash that I have, the amount of plastic that I use, people that I that I buy from that maybe are wasteful and the way that they do their products and business and kind of look at that. Um, and I think that's what we need to look at. How are we buying our stuff and from who? And what do they stand for? And I think, again, if we get back to conscious living, then we're going to start to do better and not just always look for the cheaper price, not always look for the cheapest brand, um, but also look at what is the, the larger scope of things. And I think that's what my message was, is looking at things on a larger scope versus just here and now in this moment. Yes, be present, but but everything that we do in the present moment does what shapes the future and if we don't give a fuck about what that that future looks like for people 100 years from now because most of us ain't gonna be here in 100 years right but if we don't give a fuck of how it's gonna look for the rest of people of humanity we might as well cancel this shit out now right it's like fucking ain't all right so that's what i have for today um my first one was was really 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 powerful like deep i even cried right if you if you watch the other one go watch number one you'll you'll hear that story um but this one was more uh like i said a a connected and, and just getting that plant life uh life force energy into me and understanding and seeing it for and witnessing it from my own eyes of how alive um plants are and just get that energy and having that switch of like being uh, a voice for Mother Gaia. I'm definitely um, supposed to be here and be a voice and I'm trying to figure out how does that uh, play a part in my life and how do I incorporate that? Um, one, using my platform to talk about it and then two, uh, figure out bigger ways to, to start campaigns, right? Um, and so we'll see what my what my third volunteer experience will be um, when I do it. And of course, I'm sure I will let you guys know what goes on and uh, we'll have another powwow with downloads again and I do feel like if you're someone who feels like you want more answers to the universe or you want more answers to yourself check them out check out Soul Quest in Orlando a lot of people go straight to Costa Rica Peru and all these other places and I'm not downing them because I think they've been doing it for fucking you know centuries um, but if you can't get out of the country, definitely look at SoQuest in, in Orlando. Um, I am very proud to be someone who can volunteer there. And I like their style and I like how they take care of their people. And I love how their facility is run. And so I actually um, got a lot of good things to say about them. So um, they are not paying me to uh, tell you guys about them. They don't, they're not, this is not a paid advertisement. Um, it's just my personal opinion. Um, at being able to volunteer there and um, I'm going to continue to do that. So 
All right, let's get into your daily horoscope. Let's get you a message and see what is going on for you today. Um, let's see, by the time you guys uh, listen to this, oh, it'll actually be Virgo season when you guys are listening to this. So Virgo season, let's get it. We're gonna start with Virgo and see what's going on today for you. Virgo, I feel like I feel like you're very tired. You can't, I feel like you've broken away from some very harsh situations. Some of you guys might be kicking some drugs, some habits, some addictions. This could be food. This could be any toxic relationship. This could be um, this could be shit. Just kicking fucking Facebook, social media apps, in in like really, really, really breaking away. I feel like you've been through so much already. But I think you understand some of it and some of it don't take too personally. Um, remember, it's the experience and um, you don't let anything control you. You control it. So as long as you can um, break out of those habits, I think you will be OK. I do feel like you're at the point where you're just very battered and bruised and you need to take some time to just rest from this. Take some time to uh, heal from whatever has happened and understand that. Again, you don't have to let anything control you. For some of you, it's just stop being so critical to self. Um, I think you're overly critical and give yourself a fucking break on some of this. We all fall, we all have problems. We all, um, we all are not perfect. <laughs> so don't try to be. Um, Libra. Um, I feel like you got the motherfucking sun card. So I do feel like uh, you're opening up or somebody is opening up to you. Um, I feel like it's it's really beautiful and abundant and growth and um, happiness. This could even be healing from something because I'm hearing curing. Um, something could be very curing, but I feel like also on a money wise, I feel like money is coming in. Um, some of you guys are really, really, really healing from something that had you closed down. So I feel like this is heart space opening up also beautiful energy here though so whatever you got going on keep motherfucking doing it <laughs> because i feel like whatever this is it's just a very beautiful energy some of you could be pregnant also so there's like a, a beautiful um it's like a beautiful surprise i think it's like surprise you're pregnant you know what i mean but after all it, it's just like um this is actually like a life-saving force this baby if you if you are pregnant this is like um, um this miracle baby coming in beautiful energy but i feel abundance um i feel um happiness um i feel growth and i feel um healing Scorpio, you got the king of motherfucking cups and the ace of cups here. Oh, I love it. You got new love here, boo-boo. What you gonna do with it? Mm. Now, this could be you just loving yourself and maturing in your emotions and standing tall. But for a lot of you, you got new love here. And this person is serious about you, Scorpio. Ooh, this person is serious. So new love is here. What are you gonna do about it? Mm. I say let it in. Why not? <laughs> Sagittarius, um, you are in a place of, I think you're, I think you're holding back here. I think you're trying to be strong, but you're holding back. What are you holding back for? Because the strength card is here. What are you holding back? You're trying to tame yourself. Some of y'all Sagittarius, I know you were a little wild before, so you're trying to hold back. You don't want to be too crazy with this one, huh? 
I think a lot of you guys are kind of holding back. So, because I'm not really feeling my normal of what I get with Page of Wands here. So, I'm, I really feel like you're kind of taming the wildness within you. Oh, are some of you Sagis fucking maturing? <laughs> some of my Sagis are maturing. I think some of you guys are really trying to tame the wild beast within. And so, you're really just trying to become this, this I don't think become, I think you're just shifting. And you're like, you know what? I used to be wild and crazy. Do I really need to be as wild and crazy? I'm still free. Don't get it fucking twisted. But I think a lot of my Sagittarius are trying to be like, no, I'm going to be a little bit more modest or I'm going to tame my animalistic side or I'm going to tame my sensual side or I'm going to tame my adventurous side a little bit. Like maybe I don't need to go jump off a cliff anymore. I think there's something about you that you're taming a part of you. But don't ever stop being that childlike version of self. Always play jump do and have fun um i think you, some of you might be confusing um and repressing the child within instead of just um maybe not uh you know daredevil shit like maybe you ain't gotta be daredevil and if that's what you want to do then that's what you want to do don't change who you are okay all right uh capricorn we got Capricorn, you got something that didn't work out here, okay? And I think you've been looking and looking like, why am I not getting to where I need to get to? Why is this not happening? Why is this not flourishing? Why, 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 right? And so I feel like you got to get to a point and stop asking the whys and just realize that sometimes shit don't work. You know, it, it just, it really is what it is. Um, let me see where that Virgo Libra. Scorpio, Sag, Cap, yeah. So, you know, Ace of Pentacles in the reverse. Whatever this is, it, it, you know, sometimes it's not the right time. It could be a great idea, but maybe it's not the right time. It could be a great, you know, romance, but maybe not the right time. Right person, wrong time. Um, you know, so whatever this is, don't take it too harsh. If it's not working, just move accordingly, okay? Aquarius. You got a new beginning. Queen of Cups here in the full card. Definitely got a new beginning. I don't know if you're dealing with a Scorpio, but Queen and King, Queen and King of Cups. There is a new beginning. I think you're going to be a little resistance, resistance, resistant to open your heart, and that's the wrong thing to do. Okay, um, take a leap of faith. Love hard. You know, we're always so scared to get hurt when we've been hurt before. I'm so scared to get my heartbreak again well, then you, you're not going to experience love again because you're afraid of the heartbreak. Experience it, be in it, um, love it. And when it ends, it ends and be okay with that too. Okay. But I feel like there's this chance of new love and romance, but you're going to be a little cautious and maybe a little too cautious. So be careful with that. Pisces, I kind of feel like you're just waiting. You got the hangman and the three of wands here. So I kind of feel like you're just waiting and waiting and wait. What are you waiting for? Are you waiting for someone to come back? Are you waiting for someone to talk to you? Are you waiting for someone to answer you? Are you waiting for your blessings? What are you waiting for? Some of this, there is a spiritual kind of shift and you do need to see things differently, but I think you're waiting and waiting. I don't know if you're waiting for no reason. I just feel like you're waiting. And um, spirit's gonna have you kind of shift the way you see things in this particular waiting period. Um, I don't think what you're waiting for is coming right now. Um, I don't know if it's ever coming with two cards. I can't tell you that. Um, but I do feel like either spirit is telling you, you need to, to have some patience in whatever it is that you're doing, or you need to stop waiting for things to happen and you start making, taking action. So you know who you are in this path. And I think spirit is kind of talking to multiple people. Aries, I feel like you are speaking up 
about some things that have hurt you. And I think you are kind of charging like, no, fuck that. Um, I've, I've been through enough. Um, I've had enough and, and I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to take shit. So I feel like, you know, you're going through a space of voicing the things that you've been through. You're using your voice to talk about it and it's okay. Um, some of you guys need to talk about it. you got a little anger still within you about the things that have happened. And it's okay to have those conversations. Um, but can you do it with love? Can you do it without being too critical or judgmental towards others? Can you sit in a space and talk about the things that have hurt you without spazzing out on others? And that's what I think you need to work on is the way you speak, the way you communicate. It's a little harsh and it's coming from a place of hurt and not love. All right, Taurus. Taurus, I feel like you might be trying to uh, get a certain situation back, um, but it's not going to happen. Knight of Pentacles in the reverse, Judgment card is here. So I think you're trying to resurrect or someone could be trying to resurrect a situation with you. I don't think it's going to happen. Not right now. I feel like it's kind of gotten to where it needs this particular situation or person. I think we need, we're, we're coming to this place where it needs to end because this is the end of this particular situation. Um, I think we can forgive. I think we can look at it and be like, you know what, that didn't work out. And we can look at why it didn't work out and we can move forward. But if we're trying to resurrect it back right now, I don't feel like that's that's going to happen. Gemini, I feel like you got a lot of opportunities around you, but you do need to check the friends that you have around you. You might have some people that talk a good game, but ain't really about shit. And you know who these people are. The thing about it is we kind of know the people that flock around us. Our spidey senses is, is always kind of hitting, right? And I think sometimes we just, we, we, we love people and we still deal with them, right? So you got some people that either overindulge gossip too fucking much so whatever you're work on, working on Gemini you want to make sure that you're telling the people that need to know and that's it don't don't start talking to everybody about all the shit that you want to do because then you have people that one they're not on the same level they don't see the vision like you see it and they don't give a fuck so I think you got to be very careful of how you handle um, what you're talking about and what you're doing because of the fact that you got people that may not truly be on the same side the other part about this Gemini is I think you need to be careful with your finances. Some of you could be spending too much. You could be partying too much. You could be doing too much. And so there's an opportunity to change. Maybe you need to invest because I am hearing investing. Cancer. Well, two things here, Cancer. You got the magician and you got the wheel of fortune in reverse. And um, Spirit's giving me a couple messages. So for some of you... Um, for some of you, you've been manifesting things in your life, um, but unfortunately you cannot escape some of the lessons of life, no matter how great you are as a manifester, no matter how much you think you're a good person, there's some things in life we just cannot escape. That's the wheel of fortune in reverse. For some of you, I do think you're coming out of a bad time. So you're getting back into believing and you know to be careful of what you say, your words, you know, your words speak volumes, your words create your reality. Um, and others of you, you possibly can have someone who's really trying to fuck up your life. Um, really trying to throw you some fucked up energy and it is working. You know, I don't give nobody power over me with spell work. I just don't. No one has that power to really fuck up my life. Can you create some roadblocks? Yes, you can. Can you create some bumps in the road? Yes, you can. Um, and you got to understand if you're a weak willed person, that shit's going to tear you apart. If you are a strong willed person, your ass going to keep getting up off the fucking floor. 
no matter what's being thrown at you. So just remember that people's spell work rituals, hate is only as powerful as you allow it. Okay. Do not let it, you know, drag you to the bottom of the ground. And Leo, Leo, I feel like, uh, I feel like you've made some choices in your life in whatever direction you're going. It's really unknown. It's uncharted territory. And this might be a little scary for you because I think you you kind of need to know. You need that, like, I need the reassurance that this is fucking working or I'm not going this way. And Spirit's like, yeah, no, 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 no. This is, this is uncharted waters that you don't know what's behind door number one. Um, but I feel like Spirit is still telling you to go. And you're having to make this very huge decision like, do I go through door number two? What? I don't, I don't know. So again, moon card is here. A lot of unknown, but what spirit is telling you is to trust your intuition. What is your intuition saying about this particular situation or person? What is your intuition saying about moving forward? Listen to your body. How is your body reacting to this decision? Listen to the conversation. How is your body reacting to the conversation? Your body is always telling you what's going on right in front of you. You just need to fucking listen. All right. So that's what I got for you guys today. As always, sending you guys so much fucking love and lights. Until next time, you guys have got beautiful interviews. Do not miss them. And if you've missed the last couple of months, go back and listen uh, because I have talked about some awesome shit and we ain't stopping here.